I get it. You operate a business in the horse industry and you know you need to be online to grow your business, but you're overwhelmed at the process and you might not even have an idea where to start. Well, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're listening to the Digital Hoofprint Podcast, a podcast that shares strategy, resources, and motivation for you to grow your horse business online. My name is Abriana and I am a business coach, brand strategist, and designer that works with equine entrepreneurs who are struggling with their online presence. I transform grade horse businesses into industry unicorns. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must be ready to establish your digital hoofprint. So whether you're listening to this while cleaning stalls or after a long day working horses, I'm breaking down this process into digestible nuggets so you can take them and apply them to your business today. Thanks so much for listening again, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, 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 y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Digital Hoofprint Podcast. My name is Abriana, and I am the head unicorn in charge over at Black Unicorn Creative, and I help horse business owners who struggle with their online presence establish their digital hoofprint. So if you are on my email list, The Stampede, shameless plug, you know that we are talking about the client journey this month, okay? We are breaking it down into bite-sized pieces so we understand, number one, what it is, number two, how it works, and number three, how to utilize that best for our businesses. I know you've heard the term client journey, customer journey, and you're like, oh, you know, that's just when, you know, they buy from me and they keep buying from me. No, we need to break it down and understand what it is so that we know how to use it to our best interests in our marketing and in our planning for products and services. So that is why I am focusing on the client journey this month. We could spend multiple months talking about it, honestly, but We're going to spend this month specifically talking about that and breaking it down so you really understand it and can really, really kind of digest what it means for you and your business. So there are three types of customers. There are the ones that have no clue you exist. We call those the the unaware, the brand unaware. They, They don't even know. There are, the second type is the ones or are the ones that are aware of you, but there's some barrier to purchasing. They either feel like they need to learn more or they feel like they need more money or they feel like they're just not in a position to purchase from you just yet. It's a client that knows you're there. They, they're team you. They're like, yeah, I know that brand. I know that business. I know that person. Um, I haven't bought anything yet, but I know them. And so those are the ones that just are aware of you, have not purchased. And then you have your brand stands or your brand champions, the ones that have purchased from you and had an amazing experience and just sing your praises. 
Those are the ones that we love, the ones that we smile, our heart lights up when we're able to help them. Those are the ones that we continue to nurture time and time again. So why is this relevant? There are, add to the things that you need to know, but having these three people or understanding these three customers helps you understand how and why your marketing is not working. Now, if you have a specific goal, I want to gain more customers. You have to realize that you need to market in a way that will achieve that goal and will speak to that type of customer. Now, if you have a brand unaware customer, then you need to do marketing that brings awareness to your business as opposed to having marketing that is focused on customer retention and expecting people to get more aware of your brand when you're only talking to your current customers. Does that make sense? Let me break it down, let me break it down. The buy-in journey, let's talk about this. In my my latest email, the stampede, I, I walked through a scenario, you are walking down a boardwalk. Hopefully everybody's been to a beach and they know what a boardwalk is, but it's just like a sidewalk with shops. And you are, you're walking down this boardwalk and you turn to your right and you know, the sun is, is blazing, it's hot. You're with the family or you by yourself, it's fine either way. And you put your hand up, you know, just to, to block the sun because you're looking into this gigantic window. And what is the first thing that you think? For me, I think, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what do they do? What do they say? That is the very beginning of being aware that a brand exists, you know? So think about someone coming across you online. You know, we always talk about scroll stopping content. Well, brands, brick and mortars, they need to have walk stopping, stroll, stroll stopping content in their windows so that people say, oh, look at that window. What's that? What do they do? I'm intrigued. I am going to enter. And that's exactly what we want to emulate online. So when you're attracting the online customer, they first need to recognize they have a need or they have a problem. So, you know, you can type into Google searches, something that's related to you or your business to see what kinds of questions that people are asking. You can use the um, predictive text or the predictive search to pull up some of the questions that people are discussing on Google. What do they ask Google? We don't have to ask Jeeves anymore. So we gotta ask Google and see what they say. So first people recognize that they, they have a problem. They say, hmm, my horse needs this or hmm, my business needs this. Let me look it up, let me Google it. Then 
they're going to research all of their options. They're going to see, okay, this is interesting. I didn't know that this was available. Let me see who else has it. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Sometimes you can deliver such a quality awareness situation that they're like, boom, so that's it. You, you're the one. I'm going to buy from you. That's it. But other times there is some research going on. And during that time, you just continue to provide the answer. Boom, boom. You got a question. I got your answer. Boom, right here. And that is what we are looking to achieve in our content. Then when they, they research all their options, they're going to evaluate the alternatives, compare, contrast, benefits, ingredients, um, pricing, all of that. And it's not that you need to um, make sure that you compete with someone else, but you need to just be able to communicate your value effectively. And that's major. That's major. Another thing that you can do through your content, through your website, and through the testimonials and things that you have from previous clients. The next thing they do is make their decision. Hopefully, it's with you. So they make a purchase and everything is happy. You created this relationship and you want to kind of foster this sense of community with them. You are now part of, you, you're with us now. We're here, we're together, you know? It's like those people that prefer McDonald's over Burger King or McDonald's over Hardee's or Sonic or I think some of you guys out West have like In-N-Out or Checkers or Five Guys. People end up having their preferences and you want that preference to be you when it comes to the problem that you solve. Then you have your post-purchase nurturing. That's the community right there. That's the, you know, you, you came, you saw, you conquered. Now we're here. We're in battle together. What do you need? I probably have a solution for you. Just keep coming back you know? And so in this episode, I'm just going to break down marketing to the unaware. And then in the next episode, we'll talk about the one, the, the marketing to people who are aware of you and after they have purchased from you, things like that. But for the unaware crowd, for those people who don't even know that you exist, one of the biggest pain points I've seen for horse business owners, they say, I want to get more clients. I want to get more customers. I want to make more sales. But it's of a product that people might ne not necessarily need multiple times. So that means they need to get more customers, right? You want to focus on the beginning of that client journey, of that, that buying journey. If you are looking to target people who are not aware of your brand. So you need to focus on those problems that they have. Focus on the transformation that you can provide. Focus on the solution that you add to their life. So I'm using an example of a massage therapist for this episode because I find that it's 
really easy to just break it down for like one type of profession instead of using a bunch of examples because my attention span gets low and then I start thinking of all these ideas and then I get distracted okay so massage therapist that's what we're going to use this episode <laughs> so if I am a massage therapist how do I even know my horse needs a massage Sometimes you have to tell people what their problem is and they will reflect on their own life and say, dang, I didn't even know I had a problem, but I do. I didn't even know my horse was doing that, but he is. So you have to tell people what their problem is. Say, are you experiencing this? Are you having trouble bending in a corner? Are you having trouble with collection? Is your horse kicking out when you try to go to the right? Some of these observations that we think that we can fix with training and with nutrition and prayer, <laughs> you know, we could solve just with a massage, which is by hiring somebody. And we know this, or, or you need, you know this because you're the professional, but you need to communicate that to your potential clients. So talk about the beginning of that buying journey. What is the problem? How can they recognize that they have that problem? How do they know when they have that transformation? What does that look like? Paint a picture, paint a picture. You can do that through video. You can do that through blogging. You can do that through testimonials. You can do that through, you know, like a time lapse of your sessions. You can do that through photos of a horse when he's releasing and yawning and licking and chewing. You know, you can talk about different equine behaviors and how this is what it means when a horse is relaxed. This is what happens to you when the horse is up tight, if they're out in their hips, if they have arthritis. Those are some of the kinds of questions that you can answer ahead of time. Now, how do you feel when you have a question and you talk to person number one and you say, hey, I have a question. And they're like, mm, I don't have an answer. I haven't thought of that. Talk to person number two. Hey, I have a question. Boom. Actually, I have an answer for you. This is what I've experienced. The answer is already there. You could talk to a third person and say, boom, I have a question. And they say, I don't have the answer right now, but I can get that for you. And that is something that I learned when I was in high school during research, competing in research competitions all over the state. The program that I was in said, when someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer, you say, I'm not sure about that, but I will find out and let you know. And so when you are online and you are working to build your customer base, you sometimes have to have these kind of call to action engagement questions and say, what is it that you want to know? What is it that would benefit you in the long run to know? and get some of those answers so that you know how to direct your content in the future. 
And that's, you'll get answers from people that you have already built that brand awareness with. They know who you are. And so they're kind of invested, even if they haven't purchased from you. They're slightly invested and want to make sure that you have an answer for them. So that is the first thing that you can do. You can speak to the problem when you are marketing to them. In that regard, the next step would be to be the answer. Be the answer to their current research. So, so now that you understand what their problem is and you can communicate, these are the problems that you have. Boom, 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 boom. You need to say, what's next? What's next is the solution that you provide. You have to be the answer to their current research because when they're, they're recognizing that they have a problem, they may discover you in that part of their journey or someone else told them that they have a problem or someone else brought that to their attention. So when they're researching their options and their alternatives, you have to be the answer. What happens if? What happens when? Those are the kinds of questions that you need to answer. What happens if my horse um, cannot collect? What if my what happens when my horse trips a lot? What does that mean? And producing this kind of content ahead of time lets you become the thought leadership in that realm saying, hey, this is what happens when your horse trips. They are unbalanced, they're unfocused, you know, saddle may not fit right. You, you as a rider may be unbalanced, even though you think you are. Um, these are the things you need to do. And that is what builds your thought leadership. That's what makes people say, okay, this person understands not only what my problem is, but what I can do to fix it. It may or may not involve purchasing from them, but they still understand. And that's really all that people want. They want to be understood and they want to be helped. So whatever kinds of questions they are asking, be the answer to that question. Next, you can just take a moment you know, let's go back to our boardwalk and think about how you discover new new companies. You know, what happens? You Google something and you end up being targeted by somebody's ads and you see them everywhere. You walk down the street and you see you have a stroll stopping store, or you see a stroll stopping store and it makes you stop, it makes you walk inside and say, Wow, like what is this? You walk in like you know who does a good job? Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works does a great job at stopping the stroll. Not only do they do it with visuals, but they do it with smell, okay? They have a signature smell wafting from their store and it is stroll stopping. And so they bring you in and you didn't even know you had a problem. You didn't even know that your house smelled. Well, Actually, if you're a horse person, you probably did know, but you've just been ignoring it because we all know the barn's cleaner than the house. But 
You walk in and you're like, I didn't even know that I needed this scent. But now that I think about it, it would go great in my house. They're like, hey, we have all these options for you. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, you like that smell? This resonates with you? Well, we have it in a spray, a wallflower, a candle, a bathroom spritz. They have all of these options for you. So think about that when you are producing content and you are working on your marketing. Who is it that you are focusing on right now? Are you focusing on the people that have no clue who you are? You need to stop the scroll, stop the stroll, all of that? Or are you focusing on the people who already know who you are? Think about that and deliver the content, deliver the marketing, the visuals, the articles, the scenarios that would attract people that have no idea who you are. So if you remember anything from this episode, when you are marketing to people and trying to build awareness for your brand, you need to stop the scroll, stop the stroll, and solve their problem. Talk about their problem, talk about the transformation that you can provide and nurture them in that aspect. Stay tuned or come back in, not next week, but the week after for marketing to people who have purchased from you or marketing to the brand aware marketing to your brand champions. We'll get into that in the next episode. If you have not signed up for my newsletter, The Stampede, head over to blackunicorncreative.com and sign up for that because I am also breaking it down in my weekly emails just so you can see it in front of you. In the Stampede, I also share a tip, a resource, and some inspiration for you and your business that I look for every week. So happy hump day. We'll see you guys in the next episode.